0: That guy's house presents 22 minutes of transformation with Sean and Karen.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 22 minutes for transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with Karen Mills Alston. Karen, it's good to speak to you again. How are you doing?
0: I'm well. It's good to speak to you, too, on this wonderful moment. Yeah, we get to come together again. We really do. I, I was just thinking that I was talking to somebody yesterday and I said, how are you doing? And, he, and we were just passing each other, somebody that I know. And he says, I'm fabulous. And I said, that's my word. That's really wonderful. And he said um, that when he said it to somebody, they said, are you? what are you talking about? He says, I'm claiming it. I love that. You know,
1: you know what? My word is phenomenal. I love saying I'm phenomenal. Yes,
0: yes. I love that. I love that. So as we always say, because it's from Don Miguel and the four agreements be impeccable with your word. When we say things, it's we're, I'm hearing right now that we're rolling out this red carpet. We're rolling out this vastness. And when I think about vastness, I think about this greenness <laughs> that is really for us in consciousness. So we go back to points that we've made in other episodes that our words are powerful and
1: we get to use them. It's a practice. It is a practice, and with that, what question do you have for us this week? The question is:
0: Are you reacting or responding to life?
1: This is a good one. This is a good one. (laughs) Yeah. So we talk. Go ahead. This is a good one because I believe um, it's something we're not conscious of, and this is not just something we get to contemplate. Abstractly, this is something we can really see playing out in our life multiple times a day.
0: Yes, yes, multiple times a day. And when we have a practice of paying attention to if we're reacting to something or if we're responding to something, then our life no longer is a roller coaster, our emotions are no longer. A roller coaster. We have a practice of responding to life as opposed to reacting to life.
1: It's so funny you use the word roller coaster because I've got written down here: when you're reacting, it's as if you've been hijacked. So you've got the image of a roller coaster. I've got the image of (laughs) my emotions, my body, my brain being hijacked by something, And and that's a term in. In psychology, you know, you say you've been emotionally hijacked. But that, Uh, for me, really does define reacting and responding is the opposite. I feel it's as if I'm in the driver's seat when I'm responding. It's it's as if I'm getting to plan and I have an intention towards the outcome of a situation.
0: Yes, yes. And, you know, it takes, you know, there's this term, I guess you say it in the UK, it takes two to tango. Oh, yeah. It takes one to be conscious and aware. Somebody has to do it. So when we're talking about reacting to something, we're talking about our humanness having its way. So we we react. We get into our, our emotions. We don't even take a breath. We don't even think about something. It's like a, a jerk that we... Of a, of a reaction that we have to something it's it's as if we have no filter at all um so when we react we're usually reacting to something outside of ourselves that we think that we have no control over the reaction is worried out in fear the reaction is a feeling tone perhaps of not being enough not um, have any control over something, these knots in front of these, these words. So we're reacting to something. Responding is really when we get to remember who we are, that Goldsmith calls it a, an, an illusion, an illusion, things that happen outside of ourselves that are, like contagion in the wind, he says. So we react to things outside of ourselves thinking that we have no control. We do have control. We get to turn within. We get to take a a breath and respond. Oh, I'm remembering now that something good is happening. I'm remembering now that I'm sustained and maintained by a presence. I'm remembering now that i get to be a loving presence so it's those things when we talk about responding we talk about allowing our the fullness of life to express itself i call it spirit when we are reacting we really are choosing an experience of of our humanness mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Makes sense. It makes sense. And I think the most obvious example I can think about in my life is that email I sent where I was mad and I was being hoity on the email. And it was like, well, as per this, and you should recognize this. And I read it back and I think, gosh, what was I doing? Had I just waited a day, I could have approached that far more lovingly and achieved the desired outcome so much quicker. That's where, yes. I, that's where I can really see this. And i gotta got to give myself credit for knowing at times now that I say, respond to that tomorrow, respond to that tomorrow. Even if it feels really urgent, I know that just by putting some time between it, I'll be able to respond. And um, I dot E, I'll be able to steer this toward a desired outcome much better.
0: Yes, that's beautiful. That's a really powerful example because when we are when we are reacting, we're going to call somebody and give and tell them off. Yeah. When we're reacting, we're going to vent in an email and we're going to send it off. Reactions don't move us forward. Reactions allow us to go down this rabbit hole where nobody wins. Yes,
1: absolutely. And you just keep yourself tied to the drama of the human experience. It's yes. Const- I mean, and, and I've noticed there's some people, they really get a kick off the argument or the reaction, and they're out there looking for something to react against. I've, I see that in people they're just raring to go for a fight. You know, like I think we'd say, you know, they're, they're looking for a fight. I think you see that so often, and I don't know what the payoff is to uh, to want to be in that constant response place. There's
0: no payoff. There's there's no payoff to reacting. There's, there's nothing that comes of it other than for the person who is reacting and they get to release that stuff. So in a sense, it's healthy. And this is what I say. Write the email, get all that stuff out, and then delete it.
1: Absolutely. I do that too. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So many letters and emails I haven't sent and, it's, and you're right, it's a great practice. You get it out. You get to explore it in yourself. And you you mentioned this very early on in this conversation about it's always coming back to how you're feeling about yourself. If you're triggered into an abusive or violent reaction, that yes. comes down to things that you believe or hold about yourself, things you've yes. forgotten mm-hmm. if you're speaking yes, spiritually. Absolutely. So, yeah, get it out. Put it down in the written word. But do not send it.
0: Yes. You know, um 3 months after my husband transitioned, I received a long email <laughs> from one of his family members. And I at that point I wasn't sleeping very well, so I opened this up. This person had sent it to me at midnight, and I decided I was going I was going to open it up and I was going to read it. And I started reading it, and this person was very upset with me and went on and on and on and on, and I was grieving my husband. So the unkindness that was shared with me was unnecessary. because And if I did not have a spiritual practice, it would have it would have impacted me so dramatically i would have written back instead i i made a couple of telephone calls i i called my brother and i said i received this email and i was just i was just checking in with him this isn't true is it i'm i'm not showing up like this am i and This is what I've learned from this. It hurt me so deeply that I do two things now. First thing, I would never send any email like that to anybody. And if I receive an email that is that long,
1: I delete it because I know
0: that that person
1: is venting. That is so good. If you receive an email that is that long delete it and this this could be a great little tip delete it and then even go back to the person and say hey i saw you sent a long email but i accidentally deleted it and you're only ever going to get the abridged version again you know what i mean they're not going to write all of that again i'm going to use that and you want to know what as a as a more of a modern one i communicate with people over voice notes all the time and if i get one which is like over 10 minutes. I'm just like, no, cause you would never leave somebody a 10 minute voicemail thinking back to the day you'd leave somebody uh, on the answering machine. 10 minutes of a voice note needs to be, yeah. And especially if I'm anticipating that this is not going to be a, a healthy interaction. So that's, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've experienced those long voice uh, notes and, usually, and I didn't know that you could leave voice notes for an extended period of time. When I got my first couple, I listened to them. And one of the things that I learned is that, because the voice notes may not be angry, but they are in a way someone reacting to something in their lives.
1: Yes.
0: So this is what I know is very important for me. It's important for me to do this. If I have to vent, I do it on my own. Yes. And I, we might've spoken to this before, because if I'm venting to someone, we have no idea where that person is in their lives. You know, it may impact them. We get to do the work that we're doing um with ourselves and if we need to le- to vent to le- or to leave a voice note that is very long it means that we need to sit with a spiritual therapist a practitioner a counselor a whatever we call them so that we can heal whatever needs to be healed within ourselves
1: absolutely and let me tell you two of my techniques until you get to your therapist counselor spiritual practitioner i leave a voice mm-hmm. note to myself so i do that long 10 plus minute voice note but it's only being delivered to me but i get to articulate it all and take get some thoughts out of my head or i journal three longhand journal pages will get you something that is a a nugget of healing to put it that way yes so yes there two i things, love that yeah they're two things i can yeah. really recommend until because i really i'm a fan of therapy Till you get yourself yes. to a therapist to counsel a spirit spiritual practitioner or confidant um, yes
0: yes and i think that really what we're talking about is getting it out You know, and getting it out in a way that is not violent. You know, some people will curse somebody out. Somebody will um, have a fight with somebody, a physical fight. There are, because remember, there's this phrase that it it says, hurt people hurt people. Yes. So we know that when we receive an email, when we receive a voice note, that that person is hurting. The practice is that we get to love them anyway. We get to, as the spiritual practitioner, I say a prayer. Now when I got when I received this this email a few years ago, I was my first response was not to love that person. Of course. My first response was not to pray for that person. So what I'm saying is that We get to use these experiences that take us to an expanded awareness of consciousness so that we can show up differently. You know, this planet is banking on us to do things in a higher way of being. When we saw the storm on the Capitol, that was... That was a representation of individuals wanting to show their physical power, wanting to voice themselves in a in a way so that people would know that they're angry. And the result of that, some of those people are in jail. Some of those people are waiting trials. Some of those people are dead.
1: It, some of those people are yes, dead.,
0: yeah. some of those people are, yes, some of those people are dead. So um, we get to find a new way of being because if there is, if we are reacting to something, it means that we have to find a new way of living our lives to the point where we're no longer reacting and we're beginning to respond because that's what is important. This information that we have been given or oh, someone it has hurt me. Someone has said something to me. Someone has been elected that I don't like. We can't storm the, the Capitol. We really get to find a way to voice ourselves.
1: And storm the Capitol can become a metaphor for <laughs> your your brain. You can't yes. storm your nervous system with anger. I can put that. Yeah. I can really speak to this. And it's a great example you spoke about, you know, you get to pray, you get to, you know, you get to choose to love this person anyway. I can remember, and this is 10 years ago now, when I went on my journey to Hong Kong, which became the story of my book. And I don't, I don't think I share this story in the book, but, um, I'd got, I'd got so close to being involved in a scam, like an apartment scam where I had to send my passport, send money, all before I could even view the apartment I was looking to live in. And I got so close to, I'd I'd already sent them a copy of my passport, just a photocopy, and I got so close to sending them money, and then I Googled it, and I I saw this was a scam, and the actual, the exact emails I'd been sent were all there on the internet saying, it's just a ploy, they take your hundreds of pounds, and you never hear from them again. And I was so wound up. I was, I was in uh, I was in a foreign country, far away. I was young. And one of my first experiences was this one that felt like I'd been violated. And the only way I got to sleep that night was to pray for the people who had tried to oh. tried to scam me. And it's the only way I soothed myself off to sleep. And I woke up and I didn't think about it again. It didn't even make the book I wrote about that journey. It was gone. It was forgotten about.
0: That's beautiful. Now, that's responding to a situation. That's beautiful. And sometimes we have to let go of stuff because it won't serve us. If we, there are individuals, and I used to do this, I would hang on to that anger and that sadness and that disappointment so much that I would get a headache. Yep. It makes you sick. It really does. Yes, yes, yes. And it can show up in a way that is not as simple as a headache. It can really, you can really begin to deteriorate the body temple. And that's not what we want. So whatever it is that we, I love the idea that you're saying that we get to journal, we get to pray, we get to Be still. We get to to listen to music. Mm -hmm. We get to turn something on that uh, reminds us that we are more than this. Because this thing that has happened allows us to grow and expand. It really does. This is for us, even if it doesn't feel
1: like it's for us. So most of the examples we've looked at today are isolated emails, voice notes, etc., I'm sure you've got some really good ways to, if you're in a situation where you need to physically remove yourself from a reaction, how do you believe we would practice that? I'm in a situation, somebody's reacting, and I'm physically there. So it's not about, I'll take a day to respond, I'll I'll delete the email, I'll delete the voice note, we're physically in the presence of this reaction. How do we get to respond to that situation?
0: First of all, we can simply walk away from it.
1: Yep. That's a big one. It might,
0: anger the, it, it might anger the person that is right there, but we can physically walk away from it. We can also say, you know what, let's talk about this at another time. So we get to really stop what's going on. And then we could also say, you know what? I'd love to talk to you about this. I have an appointment. I, I, I really have to go. I'm, I'm late right now for someone. And then we get to say, let's talk about this at another time. And you know, whether we mean that or not, And what happens is that we're de-escalating the situation. We're also pulling ourselves out of the situation. Now, the other thing that we can do is that we can take a breath. We can just simply take a breath and we can, if, we, if we're able to do this, we call it holding vigil. We get to hold the space. We get to create a prayer field. And we're not necessarily listening to this person venting or saying unkind things because the, we can have in our mind this practice of, of hearing this person saying blah, 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 blah 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 blah
1: blah, you know I really am I guess I'm thankful I've always had this what it's just something in me. if someone starts to go off in me, the trigger is to remain as calm as possible. I'm like <laughs> i i i my my default tends to be I remember the situation I was young, I was like eighteen or nineteen, and I was pulled into someone's office. It was a summer job I had, and they started screaming banging the table. It was insane. And when someone was acting that way, I somehow got to sit back in my chair. And I was young, and this was an adult who was yelling at me. And I got to say, okay, let's discuss this in a different way. I was so young. I don't even know where where that came from. But it's, I just think screaming and yelling, that's, no one's going to get anywhere with that. And thankfully, I can find the place in myself that just besides I'm not going there with you
0: yes that's it and do you know how unusual that is that you had that practice early on and you still have it most people don't show up that way they just don't yeah they want uh they want you to engage with them and we get to Decide how we are going to show up in our lives. Are we going to react? Are we going to tangle with that person? Are we because if someone is choosing to react and the other person is choosing to react, you have a fight. Yes, absolutely. That's not how we want to be. Somebody gets to choose to respond, and that's the person who is conscious. That's the person who is wanting to be a beneficial presence on the planet. That's the person who is choosing, as the Bible says, who
1: they're serving this day, in this moment. Well, Karen, as always, I could speak to you about this forever, but we have a commitment of 22 minutes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. Thank you so much for this conversation, Karen. As always, it's insightful. Before we started recording this, you know, I said I look forward to what, what we uncover together today, and it's just a really great point to remind everybody listening. we come into these conversations so open we we you know we have the question, but but that's it. Everything else is a pure authentic dialogue between us. so I thank you, Karen, for showing up with with that open heart and enabling the these great conversations yes, and I thank
0: you, Sean, for your open heart and your willingness to be more.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.